Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, everybody keeps saying the ups and downs needs an intro. Fine. Smackdown, Smackdown, it's a Smackdown. Sometimes I will smile and other times I will frown. See? Now you regret it, and so do I. Also, hello, my friends, and welcome to Ups and Downs, the show where I, Simon Miller, take my finger of power, and sometimes I stick it in the air, and sometimes I stick it in the ground. That just means good and bad. It's a very strange concept, but here we are, and it's never going to stop until I'm dead. And then somebody else will take over, and then they'll die, and eventually the concept will run its course. What? Let's up those downs. We have this video to open Smack It Down, reminding you about everything going on with John Cena and the Bloodline. I'm just going to tell you this, it was flubbing brilliant. I mean, it really did make me feel like I was experiencing the greatest moment of my life as I sat at home and watched TV. That can't be good. Clearly WWE was looking for early pops this evening too, because who came out to start the show? It was Duke the Dumpster Drozzy. <laughs> of course it wasn't. It was LA Knight. I think everybody must have thought this was Raw as well, because before LA could barely say anything, all of a sudden Paul Heyman interrupted. And of course he was flanked by Solo Sokoa and that crazy guy, Jimmy Uso. He was on put over duties as he acknowledged that LA Knight was probably the next big thing in the industry. And when the crowd responded by going, yeah, he was like, man, I hate it when you do that. Made me laugh. He also said that these constant chants do piss him off. And when it came to La, who was stood in the ring, he has made a terrible decision because he did indeed cross the bloodline and now he has to die. Like he didn't say that, but that was most definitely his point. I didn't care about any of this and he shut him down when he pulled a receipt out of his pocket and went, nope. I'm not buying any of this BS. I was like, oh my gosh, that was so damn good. Seriously, if you are a WWE superstar or a wrestler, we need more of this. Jimbo then stole the microphone and was all like, LA Knight, you're not making it to Fastlane. I was like, Jimmy, nobody can believe you now because you said that about John Cena and he's definitely going to the pay-per-view premium live event. And just when they were about to whip his ass, who of course popped up to help? John Cena. Heyman then convinced the line of blood not to do anything because I guess they hadn't been authorized by Roman Reigns. You got to give daddy a call first. But LA Knight had a great idea in the main event of the evening. Why don't they do him versus Jimbo? Seemingly everyone agreed. So yes, this was the most WWE thing ever, but it did build up the show and it got some noise. It also builds to an angle that is so damn good. I was doing the dance of joy. And look, I just like seeing LA Knight be this over. Warm and fuzzy in my tum-tum, pro wrestling tees, up. But they got to confirm that the Judgment Day had come to smack it down because we saw them backstage. Damien Priest was like, man, why is JD McDonough here? Rhea Ripley was like, you better shut up. 
But we did. It also meant it was time for the oddest pairing in a while, because it was Charlotte and Oscar taking on damage control. I was like, man, if you go through all the stories of 2023, Charlotte and Oscar would not be tagging together. Of course, their opponents were Bailey and EO Sky, although I will say this. Actually, a really good damn match. Let's see Sky as well, who almost instantly went for the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll-up. Although sadly it didn't work, although one day it should, when Charlotte came back with this tilt-a-whirl backbreaker. I mean, talk about escalation. Oscar then tagged in and she chose to do all the chops. And Sky went for the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. Now look, it didn't work for a second time. She's now my favorite friend. The champ then went for the tag, but Bailey was too busy yelling at the crowd, so she didn't see it. I bet Eo Sky remembers that. And after Oscar had drop kicked both of them, we cut to the commercial break, and when we returned, Bailey was just in control. So I guess we have to make it up for ourselves. Therefore, I'm gonna say that Bailey was going, I am the Empress of yesterday, and Oscar was like, wait a minute, no, you're not. I am the Empress of tomorrow. And then she did the mass, and she was like, oh my gosh. If she is the empress of yesterday, how will I be the empress? Because she will be the empress before me. And she was totally taken aback by this. Bale's punched her in the face. That'll do. Now, as we are talking about commercials. Do you love WWE? Yeah. You love AEW? Yeah. Well, next Tuesday, even though there's no competition whatsoever at all, and we never said that, it's NXT versus Dynamite in a battle to see who gets the most money when TV contracts have to be renewed. So strap yourself in, fill the G's, and get ready for the best night in sports entertainment ever. Featuring John Cena, Paul Heyman, Oscar, The Undertaker's Dom, Cody Rhodes, John Moxley, Brian Danielson, Swerve Strickland, Adam Copeland, and many more. Crazy Night Tuesday Wrestling, only on Fox, or TNT, or USA, or something. Get big, get hard, get massive. That sounded really wrong. This all meant that we did build to the hot tag for Flair, and Bailey tagged it at the same time, when Charlotte hit the ultimate comeback move of 2023, the crossbody. Because all wrestlers now love the body of the cross. The Queen then wrecked all of damage control with fallaways and backbreakers, because she was trying to break in their backs. When we got uh, the tag klaxon, everybody got in there and hit everybody else, and then everybody was down. Of course, it ended with Charlotte and Oscar going for a move, but Bailey ducking, meaning Flair smacked Oscar right in the face. Because <laughs> it is Charlotte, this didn't make a difference. Eventually, she hit natural selection and she still got the win. Although, of course, this is a good thing when you look at WWE, because if she got the victory here, she's probably not going to get the victory at Fastlane. We haven't even pulled the trigger properly with EO Sky yet. She should not be losing that belt. I actually thought this was pretty enjoyable, though, and it was fun. The most forgotten word in pro wrestling, getting it up. This is when we got down to crossing the streams, because the bloodline walked into their locker room and they were like, oh, hell no, because who was sat there? It was the flubbing judgment day. Ooh, the lally. But the best part about this is that they all got in there and looked at each other, and then they went to the break, and when we came back, they were still looking at each other, which means for three minutes, we just got this. It was weird. It was really good, though, because Rhea Ripley took charge here and said, look, everybody out other than Paul Heyman, and yes, we do have to underline that the people staring at each other the most were Damien Priest and Sola Sokoa, we are definitely teasing something between them. This is when we cut away too, because we were going to come back to it later. And this was also very clever. Keep people tuned in. We're going to recap with everything that has been happening between Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits later, which was very well timed, because it was then time for Bob versus Ray. I just want to say this too, that both Mysterio and Lashley are heading towards their 50s 
and yet they still are both amazing. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. It's proper two plus two equals potato, especially as Bobby Lashley, he is aging in reverse. Who means I love them and want to give them a hug? And as ever, Ray just kept trying to go for the 619 here and failing. I have picked up on this over the last few weeks. He absolutely sucks at trying to get it on the first attempt. He needs to go back to school. What? Otherwise, though, because Lashley was so much bigger, we played this card. He was just throwing Rey Mysterio's around like he was nothing. I mean, at one point, it was a bit like, it's getting kind of uncomfortable now. Maybe we should stop the match. Eventually, Rey was able to come back with the springboard moonsault, though. So there it is again. I mean, what a flubbing legend he is. So damn good. Bob also went for the bear hug a couple of times. Hopefully he had been practicing that in the week by tugging bears, because how else would you do it? When Ray decided, well, I know how to get out of this, and he booted him right in the head. I'll do it. Mysterio then started to reverse all of Lashley's power moves, including this excellent tornado DDT for a one-two-oo, but that just really pissed Bob off. So he grabbed the mask man, and he threw him into Barry Barricade. I was like, can't we leave Barry alone? He's already dead. As Santos Escobar was here too, Bobby then decided, well, I'm gonna murk you. But that was a really bad idea, because Rey Mysterio then pushed Bobby into rear of the ring post, and he hit the 619, and just as he was about to hit his finish, enter shenanigans. At this stage, the Street Profits and the LWO were getting into a big brawl, and honestly, the move that Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford did to Joaquin Wilde, they basically murdered him on the outside, so surprise, surprise, Ray was like, well, now I've got to take my butt and put it in your face. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. What he did, did that spring and scent on things. It also meant that because he is a wrestler and somebody was doing things outside of the wrestling ring, totally forgot he was in a match. He turned around, splat, he got the spear, one, two, three. There is more to this too, because later Ray was like, oh no, the LW have been taken out of action, Santos. So now what are we gonna do at Fastlane? Because we do have a six man tag. And I'm going to guess that their mystery partner is somebody who just wants to be cool. Otherwise, he's gonna spit in your face. So that sounded absolutely terrible, but look, good match. I really like this new version, the Street Profits. They are so damn aggressive. Bobby Lashley is just awesome as well. Everything worked. 
giving it an hour. Which is when we went back to the locker room and we got this chat between Rhea Ripley and Paul Heyman. My word, what the hell is going on? Because essentially, Rhea thinks that if the Judgment and the Bloodline did come together, they would be unstoppable. And Paul was like, well, that's a great idea. But of course, I just have to call Roman Reigns and get it authorized. I was like, man, if I was Roman on a Friday night, I would take my phone and I'd throw it into the toilet. Ripley was so good, though, because she stopped him and was like, nah, man, it's already been authorized. And even though Paul kept trying to push this, Rhea responded with, oh, yeah, well, you should acknowledge me. I was like, oh, no, you didn't. Heyman then freaked out because you cannot say that in this locker room. Suppose it's like blaspheming in his church. When Ripley continued to poke the bear, you see, he was like, oh, yeah, you've been watching Raw. Your old boy Jay Uso acknowledges me. and You don't want none of that. She then let him make his little phone call as she left the room. But I love the fact that Rhea Ripley is the de facto leader of the Judgment Day. And she came across like a psychopath here. She was so damn intense. Either way, this was really good because the factions do unite later. It's quite clear they still hate each other. But you may just say, we're building to a game that is about war. That one didn't really work. It was good though. Up. We then got another video for Isla Dawn and Alba Fire. So everything crossed. This time we finally do something with them. When it was basically confirmed that Dragon Lee is now on the main roster. A round of applause for him. This is all off the back of the fact he had that amazing match with Dominic Mysterio. You love to see it. He's also facing Austin Theory, which we had set up last week. Flubbed me sideways. He won. Now, Theory got the microphone beforehand. He's now calling himself the 150 million hitman. Because, of course, his video with The Rock has done 150 million hits. And he's taking credit for it. I actually think that's quite a good idea. Dragon didn't care for this though, so he just walloped Austin, which brought out Grayson Waller, complete with music. I was just laughing. He must have been backstage going, listen, mate, if one bad thing happens, I'm going to go out there. And then it did, he went, right, here I go. Once again, of course, because Lee is a grappler in a squared circle, he was absolutely flabbergasted that somebody else existed. The theory took over. Dragon still was able to smash out a German suplex, Vigates, when Grayson... Just got on the ring apron. And was this disqualification? No. Did the referee care? Not really. So once again, Austin Theory took over. This is why I love wrestling. Bless this Dragon Lee, though, because after he had done a kick that was super, he hit all these axe handles, 1980s moves forever. When he hit the Liger Bomb for a pretty damn good one, too, ooh. Grayson then went absolutely distraction crazy, but Austin Theory just couldn't put this guy away. And at one point, Waller dragged his mate out the ring. Once again, did anybody care? Not really. He also slammed Dragon's head into the ring, which is a terrible idea, because what if he had turned around and gone oh, and breathed fire on him? Well, we got more shenanigans, because Cameron Grimes turned up, he attacked Grayson Waller, and once again, Austin Theory couldn't handle this at all. Who is this human being that is in my vision? And he got hit with the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll-up, and he lost. WWE's favorite finish. This was so weird. It was like somebody had just seen Grimes backstage and gone, oh, there you are. And I'm so sorry your invitation never arrived. It must have got lost in the mail. But look, I don't mind this at all. Like Dragon Lee and Cameron Grimes are kind of a weird pairing. But sometimes you just want people to win. I was happy that Dragon Lee won. It wasn't the Grayson Waller and Austin Theory being put together is such a good idea. So I am giving it up. Bring it down. Surprise roll up counter. Goes up by one. We've got this really cool video reminding you at Fastlane later, we are getting Shinsuke Nakamura versus Seth Rollins. And yes, this is when Corey Graves said the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was pretending he didn't exist. 
Whatever the damn line is. Now straight away, everyone's like, oh my gosh, CM Punk is coming back to WWE because he did say this when he was down in Ring of Honor and in the Wrestling Observer Newsletter this week. Well, Dave Meltzer essentially wrote the tour and talks. But here is the deal. We don't know. We don't know anything. Maybe he's going back. Maybe he's not going back. Maybe one day hair will sprout out of my head and I won't be a bald a-hole anymore. I am just going to sit back and enjoy professional wrestling because that's the way. Also, when it comes to this World Heavyweight Championship match, I've sort of changed my mind. I think that Seth should win, but Nakamura has knackered his back so much that out come Damian Priest and he catches in and he becomes the champion. Now, I don't think that's going to happen. That's what I would do. We also learned that next week's show is totally going to rock because Roman has finally remembered, oh yeah, I'm meant to go to work and he's going to be here as are Pretty Deadly. They are back. Yes. The real fascinating one though is that Triple H is also going to be on the SmackDown and he has a big announcement. So this could be that we are getting war games. It could be to do with CM Punk or maybe just maybe it will be to do with Jade Cargill. We do not know gonna have to tune in. Which is when we did get to our main event, LA Knight versus Jimmy Uso. And of course it ended <laughs> in a DQ. What else? It's also quite quick as well, which surprised me. But look, this is one of these WWE angle matches. It did end with a big explosion. And by now, if you don't expect this, it's like ordering a pizza and going, it's not what I was expecting. Who knew it was just cheese on toast? After they'd done some wrestling too, they had both built up their meters, which is when they went for their finishes. But of course, when you do do that and you get a good reversal counter in there, well, you cancel each other out. We then got all the super kicks. You could even call it a party. When LA Knight was like, I don't enjoy being kicked in the face. So he just started stomping on Jimmy. And I'm like, man. It's a little bit uncomfortable. He's also convinced LA to go for his Yara elbow. And as soon as he did this, Solo Sokoa just rang in. He beat him up and we got the disqualification. I was like, Solo, what were you waiting for? You could have done this at second one. It did lead to quite the end of Smacker Down though, because all of a sudden John Cena's music hit, so he came out to make a save, when instantly the Judgment Day's theme played and they were here too. It also saw Rhea Ripley and Paul Heyman shaking hands, which was massive. And don't forget, this also means that Cena and the Judgment Day were backstage going, look, if you do anything, we're gonna go out there. Oh, he did it, let's go. It was really cool though, because they surrounded the ring like they were the shield or something, when all of a sudden Jay Uso was here and everybody went crazy, but that was nothing, because then Cody Rhodes' music started too, and this place came unglued. I mean, the numbers game was kind of tallied up here, but not really, and a big brawl broke out, and it basically ended with poor JD McDonough getting hit with every single finisher. The last one being the crossroads as our heroes celebrated Smack It Down went off air. So it surely does mean that something huge is going down a fast lane. That's what it felt like here. And maybe all the heels are going to win. Once again, got two words for you. War Games. It is most definitely coming. It's most definitely getting it up. So it really was a fabulous ending to SmackDown. It got me all pumped. As was this show overall. WWE took every single one of their angles and went, oh, hi. Maybe you want to watch the pay-per-view premium live event. And I agree. Up. Now, please do like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Click the video on the screen right now, which is AEW ups and downs for Dynamite. I appreciate the support. And, of course, we'll be back tomorrow morning on Sunday to up those downs for Fastlane. There's a lot of wrestling right now. In fact, I see Irish whips in my dreams, which sounds very weird. You have a great day. Goodbye. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.